0: All right. Now, wonderful. How long do I have? I have, uh, I've I've got some time. Okay. All right. We're going to go right into God's word today. And, um, I've got some things to share with us. And then my aim is always to pray with you, but sometimes it doesn't happen, but, um, we will see where God leads us to. Amen. We are starting uh, a new series. Um, those of you watching online from our God family, God bless you wherever you're watching from. We are starting a new series um, this month, known as Rules of Engagement. Someone say Rules of Engagement. Someone said, "I came to the right church today." Engagement, like you know, how do I get engaged? No, not not that not that engagement. Okay. <laughs> when we say Rules of Engagement, we're talking about. Things to do with how we apply ourselves regards to the manifestation of God's kingdom on the earth. That's one by rules of engagement. You know, in the military they have something like that. And it's the principles that you must engage before you go into combat. Are we still here? I said, are we still here? Okay, I know you have your mask on, but we'll try. Amen. Okay, I'm gonna read some scriptures that would help you understand. You're going to need to flow with me um, today. And let's go to Matthew 13 from verses 24 to 30. Matthew 13, 24 to 30. We want to thank God for his grace and what he's doing um, in our midst. Have we got it? Okay, reading from ESV. You know, if you don't use ESV, I don't know what to say to you. I'm joking, please. all Bibles are Bibles. All right, so let's look at it. He says the Bible says that he put another parable before them, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. but while his men were sleeping, uh, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared also. And the servants of the master of the house came and said, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have weeds? He said to them, An enemy has done this. So the servant said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he said, No, lest in the gathering the weeds you, you root up the wheat along with them. Lest in the gathering you root, you root up the weeds with the with. Let both grow together until harvest. Somebody say, Harvest. And at the time of harvest, I will tell the reapers, gather the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned. But gather the wheat into my barn. Somebody say amen. Okay, Proverbs chapter 4 from verses 20 to 23. Proverbs four twenty to 23. Okay, it says, it says my son, be attentive to my words. Oops. My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings, let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those that find them, and healing to all their flesh. Now, this is the key part. Keep your heart with all diligence or vigilance, for from it or out of it flows the springs of life or the issues of life. Rules of of engagement um, you know one of the powerful things that um, as we've been preparing for this series this month that I have been contemplating has been the whole concept of gates gatekeepers all these terms that allow us to understand if you stick with me you would understand in a very simple way that allow us to understand exactly how God operates on the earth. Now I want you to watch this with me. You know in ancient times um, I, I said this at Kiras, there were two almost like two main um, expressions of, of their security. One was the walls that surrounded the city and then the other was the gates that secured the city. Someone say the gates. Are we two here? Okay, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to make sure I'm keeping you here. Okay, so now the gates. The, the, the interesting thing about the gates is that in ancient times, the gates, yes, it was for the purpose of security, but it wasn't just limited to securing a place. If you study about the gates significantly in Scripture, um, the gates often refer to a place of gathering, Number one, a place of gathering. Number two, um, the gates in scripture was often the place where they had important meetings, um, town meetings, council meetings, um, governmental meetings to discuss how, we've we, we spoken about Ecclesia, to discuss how you know the, the city that they were in would have been governed, right? So the gate was important. When you think, when you think of a, a gate, a gate in a sense, speaks of access it speaks of movement are we still here right it speaks of access it speaks of movement so if for example think of a gate think of a door if you get to the front of, of, of the, if you get to the front door of your house and it does not open even though you have a house you don't have access someone say access okay so a gate is significant a gate is important but then another thing about about gates in scripture it, it's often spoke about Uh, Places where transactions took place. Someone say transactions. Right. Right. A place where transactions took place, where business took place, where trade took place. So as we study and as we begin to understand the, the, the concept of gates the bible is full of symbolisms about this the bible talks about how you will not be afraid to speak with the enemies at the gates the bible talks about um the 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 virtuous woman he says that a husband is not afraid to speak at the gates so gates are significant In, uh, in in matthew chapter 16 jesus said i'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail So scripture is full of this illustration of of gates to help believers understand how the spiritual realm operates. Right. So in, in the book of Proverbs, there is some type of a description that we can liken to a gate and it's the human heart. Right. I want you to understand this. It's the human heart. The word says, it says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it, someone say out of it, right? Someone say, guard my heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So, in other words, the heart almost in a sense needs a gate, right? The heart needs a gate. I was speaking on this years and I was saying that when it comes to securing things, some of you, you have things that you sec- you secured important things, gold, money in your safe that even Satan can't find it. You have the way you have secured it, eh, even, even Satan, <laughs> he can't find it. Right? You secure what is important to you. Right? You secure what's important to you. It's amazing how many believers never secure their hearts. Never see- they don't put, they don't put, they don't mount God. And the Bible says this watch the Bible says out of your heart are the issues of life every issue of life in other words watch now okay let me break it down you know I drift and I come back so just hold that part so don't you know don't lose it when it comes to how God deals with us with humanity there are three important things to know I'm gonna come to the gate the first one is the will of God. Someone said the will of God. Okay. The second one is the will of man, and the third one is the disruption of the adversary. The three things I told you now, these are the things that more than anything they affect productivity, um, impact, manifestation fruitfulness on the earth more than anything now i'm going to t- touch on these things and then I'm going to come back to the gate of the human heart the first one the will of god this is a problem for people because constantly we're always trying to find god's will we find god's will for our job then when we think we finally found out that we have to find it for marriage You is what i'm saying then you think i found god's will for marriage and i need to find god's will for where i need to leave so god's will Sometimes it's a complex thing in the way that we approach it, right? We're always praying for confirmation. I do mean, like praying for confirmation. <laughs> the prayer of confirmation is sometimes longer than the prayer of warfare. <laughs> right? So that first one, the will of God. The will of God, it deals with, watch this. It deals with God's plans and his intent. It deals with the mind and the counsel of God it deals with the promises of God and so we have a heavy emphasis on the will of God and rightfully so and when we say that what we're discussing is when you talk about the promises that God has for you that's all in the custody and in the domain of his will but as much as we continue to study and pursue the will of God it's important to become student of the will of man on the earth, on the earth, for, okay, now, these are you're gonna have to journey with me so you don't think, what kind of false preacher is this? <laughs> right? On the earth, for the will of God to find expression on the earth. I didn't say in heaven, I didn't say in the, in, in, the, in the skies. On the earth, for the will of God to find expression on the earth, the will of man must align. If the will of man, so, I'll give an example. Some of you are like, oh, but, but God is sovereign. Wouldn't he do everything he wants, anything he wants? Yes, but his sovereignty includes his methodologies in, in terms of how he has chosen to do certain things. So, I'll give an example. If God sets someone apart to do certain, something, a calling, uh, a ministry, a cause on the earth, and the person doesn't do it, God wouldn't say, Because this person hasn't done it I'm gonna come down and do it myself what God will do is he can take that purpose of that person and find another person do you see what I'm saying so when it comes to the will of man God doesn't in a sense he doesn't force himself when it comes to the will of man this is very important And a lot of people don't understand, because they don't understand this. And the third one, when I come to the disruption of the adversary, these are the three things that we are always contending with in our lives that we don't know. God said it. Then we say, I believe it. That settles it. That's true. In one sense. Do you see what I'm saying? Because God is not a man that he should lie. But I can tell you 100%. It's not everything that God has intended for people that has come to pass. 100% there are people are we are we in the house right don't go on twitter well we're here so uh, i don't want to talk about nigeria for god i repent Uh, okay (laughs) because they told they said we should not use twitter anymore last week when i was here and i was saying that anyway that's different okay all right so now it's not everything there are people god has said i'm gonna do this this is my plan this is my intention this is my purpose this is the direction i have for you and I need you guys to hear these things on time, not when, like, later. No, if you, if you master this now, if you understand the principles. So God speaks a word now, but that is the will of God. The will of God, when it comes to the earth, God did something. This was his choice, his sovereign choice. Read it in scripture, in the book of Psalms. It says, the highest heavens belong to the Lord, and to the children of men He has given the earth. So watch this. Even Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will open up, I will come. in." he didn't say, I will force myself in. (laughs) Are we in the house? Right, Jesus didn't say, so if you don't understand the custody of God's will, the jurisdiction of your will, and how you bring your will under God's will, you will struggle as a Christian thinking that everything that's happening to you is because God hasn't willed it. But well, then there is a third dimension which is so when we talk, when I talk about the gate of the human heart when I talk about that I'm really talking about the custody that area of your will and what it actually does in the participation and outcome of the kingdom of the things that God has spoken concerning you Right The will of man. In the same way that Jesus said, now this is significant. In the same way that Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will open up, I will come in and (laughs) sup." There's a story I want to tell, but David is here, so I can't (laughs) embarrass him. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Anyway, maybe we'll talk about that later. But it would have been an amazing illustration where you have to be sensitive with kids, right? (laughs) Right? Now, but in the same way, in the same way that Jesus says, behold, I stand at the door and knock, and he cannot force himself in, that is the same way Satan cannot enter into your situation or your life without your permission. If Jesus is standing at the door to knock, who is Satan to enter? Does that make sense? Now, but this does not mean that the enemy doesn't seek to disrupt the things that God but for him to get into a place where he can disrupt he must find access in the human heart this is where I'm going so in the book of of Matthew 13 we read this parable of the sower the bible says this that a good a a good man planted he went to sow seeds on a field and then later the bible says that while men slept someone say while men slept The Bible says that while men slept, his enemies came in and sowed tears on it. While men slept. In other words, the enemies couldn't have done anything if men didn't sleep. (laughs) Now, I'm pushing you to a place where I want you to understand the, the power that you have When it comes to your will when it comes to your heart at the door now look at what Proverbs says it says says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life that means every single thing you want to do accomplish (coughs) manifest um, every place you want to go to all of those things from God's perspective from a kingdom perspective They are connected to the quality of your heart. Are we still here? Right. They're connected to the quality of your heart. The productivity of God's word is connected to the quality of your heart. If your heart is not conditioned, the word would come into you and find no expression. Right? You can randa, you can shanda, you can elebo. You know, there are people, you know, I say this to my people every time. That scripture that I read that changed my life. He said, he said, he said, if if a man men ought to treat their wives well, so that their prayers are not hindered. We have men that have decided to move into the church, praying all manner of prayers, fall down, die, wake up, all of these things, but yet they go home and they treat their wives anyhow. Close heavens, you can find the tongues that Paul spoke in his day import it speak it ask angel Gabriel what kind of tongue they speak in heaven put it in your mouth if you don't follow the principle if you don't go the direction that God wants you to go so what is it then this is what it is it's crucial for me I understand that the will of God from God's perspective every time God speaks to you God always speaks from a finished realm, every time he speaks, from from God's perspective, because with God there is no time like that, so he's always finished, every time, so God will say, I have made you a father of nations, there's no need for process, he's God, so every time God speaks to you, God always speaks to you from a finished perspective, the mistake a lot of Christians make is this, it's true, we go about claiming faith, I I believe in what confession? it's done it's done it's done but so, so low-key inside you are like, is it really done because this is done I've been calling since it's still, it looks like it's still cooking right so I believe in faith from God's perspective things are always finished from your perspective you always need to find expression so don't mix up what God has said it is done we hear a lot of words and we stop there and don't realize that there is process that has to happen in my heart for me to manifest and mature and produce from God's perspective it's always finished but when it comes to the will of God is always perfect Do you get that the will of God is perfect someone say the will of God is perfect right the will of God is perfect there's nothing wrong with God's will but my will is imperfect it's in perfection mode right it's in perfection mode this is what sometimes frustrates people when they're praying for so long i tell you if you're praying about something for so long i'm talking about like one year now two years three years four years check your heart check your motives don't just increase your fasting you may fast for nothing and i believe in fasting you know that right check your heart check your motives it took hannah some time to understand That what God wanted from her was different from what she wanted. Hannah wanted a child as per usual. Right? Hannah wanted a child. It became about responding to her rival. (laughs) Until in her heart, that work was done and God had to help her. She eventually got to the place where she understood that in one sense. Yes, I get it. You should have children, but... Having children is not just a right. It's a privilege. I was talking when we're dedicating about, about ownership and stewardship. A lot of parents today, they own, they control, they, <laughs> does that make sense? You, I'm just doing engineering. You, doctor, engineer, <laughs> then pharmacist, they own. They don't seek God. God, what direction should this child go? They don't study. Why did you send this child? Why do I have this child? See, when you own, you do whatever you like. When you steward, you're accountable. Right? From God's perspective, the will of God is always finished. From my perspective, my will needs to go through process. And it's the, believe me when I say this to you guys, believe me when I say this to you. The problem is never God's will. The problem is always in my will. What takes long is not for God to say and do what God, what God has said he would do. It is I am the one that takes long. Right? And it's the longer that I take, the more that I stretch things. The, 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 uh, what's the word now? The longer my, my obedience is, the longer I stretch is, the longer. There are some things God cannot give you with a state of, of your heart. Impossible. you're praying that god i just want to come there is money that if you're not born again (laughs) there's money if if, if you're not born again you'll be like jesus (laughs) right so this thing of my will and in the same way my literally god's will it's not that god is god is stuck that's what i'm saying if i don't yield myself god can always find another willing person He can always raise another person. But for my benefit, if I'm going to see what God, but in the same way, in the same way, the enemy, the target of his disruption is also my will, my heart. Right? He wants to get into my heart. He wants to get into this place. He says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are all the issues of life. In the same way the enemy now so how does he do that how does how does Satan how does he attempt to do that he's seen what God wants to do he's heard what God wants to do he begins to introduce things that can solve the conditions of my heart he begins to release offense are we in the house yeah he begins to release jealousy right He begins to release bitterness. And the purpose of that is to condition, thank you, is to condition my heart in such a way that it allows him to find legal hold. Are we in the house? Okay, because when we begin to pray, I know people spend times... Casting devils out, probably times they should repent first. The Bible says, Submit to God, then resist the devil. We resist the devil without submitting to God. And Satan so says, I'm still standing. <laughs> right? So, what he does then is that he releases things like offense, he releases things like bitterness. I was sharing on this yesterday. And I said, These things like offense and bitterness. I want everyone, please look at me, you know, I'm not trying to control you. I know you're taking notes, but this is this one is important. You see, things like bitterness, offense, in many cases, you won't even be at fault. It won't be your fault. It won't be your fault. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Someone did something to you, right? So because it's not your fault, you feel, yeah, I have a strong sense of justice, me. So if you, if you bring something my way that I didn't do, I'm like, uh, you know, in Nigeria, we don't insult, we ask questions. Are you okay? <laughs> are, you, are you all right? We're not, we're not saying that you're not. We're just trying to just investigate, clarify, just for the purpose of, you know, research. <laughs> are you okay? So we all have a... So now, some, you, you, didn't, you didn't do anything, as far as you know. You didn't do anything. And then someone does something to you and the thing gets to you you're thinking about it but if you're not careful that thing will gain root in your heart and once it gains root in your heart that's the legality that satan is looking for to be able to hold you back and say i've got you and and so a lot of issues that have to do with bitterness offense let me tell you what it is it is because we don't see the behind the scenes this is where i'm going we don't, see, we, don't, we don't see what's going on. You're just like, ah, my sister has become annoying of late. I'm prophesying. Does that make sense? My aunt, my mom, and all of these things are the enemy mobilizing things towards your heart. The, the goal of those things is to get you to the place where he gets into the gate of your heart. And once, once he gets in, That becomes the legal. That becomes the thing that really disconnects you from the flow of God. So sometimes you don't see the behind the scenes. I pray that God in this season, in this month, He will give you eyes to see beyond the ordinary. He'll give you eyes to see beyond the ordinary, so we don't see the behind us. We we just we just say, why is this person doing that? Why is that person doing that? What? And the simple thing is that the enemy is trying to. So, and what is what is the goal of the enemy? For sowing offense and bitterness into the heart of a person. You know what it is? Let me tell you, it's not even, you know, sometimes, especially Pentecostals, we're like, Ah, my blessing, my blessing. Listen, there are more important things than your blessing. Let me tell you one of them. (laughs) It's very simple. The goal of the adversary is not just to stop your blessing. It's to get you to become like him. It's to get you to carry his nature. God said to, to, to Cain, he said, Cain, sin is knocking at your door. That's what I said to him, the door of your heart. The God, everything that God gives you, every experience that you have with God is about you becoming like God. Everything Satan throws your way is about you becoming like him. Are we in the house? So the word tells you then that your heart, Needs to have a gate, right? You secure things that are precious to you. One day, one of my 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 aunts was moving. When we when we got it, the, the I saw mirinda I saw Plantain Chris hiding some, I was like, Auntie, it's not that deep. Just you know, people secure things. That are precious to them. Some people don't find it. Some of you, so, so, some things are important to you. You've copied several keys, so that if this person loses it, you know that person wouldn't lose it. There, there are things that you secure The Bible says, "Where your heart is, your treasure will be also." Right? There are things you've secured, but then we secure everything and we don't secure our heart. And because we don't secure our hearts, this is the place where warfare now begins. We allow anything get in. We don't resolve issues quickly. We don't we don't we don't deal with things quickly. Yes, I was leading prayer on this, and then I started seeing some amazing testimonies, reconciliations, yesterday, reconciliations. We don't deal with things quickly, and things like, for example, assumption. You're just assuming something about someone. Satan is the master, is the is the chief. What's the word now? Chief creative behind assumption. He, he he has that one, he will suggest did you see what that person did? You saw the way they looked at you, that look is not holy. Right. And some of you literally, on assumption, you have a bad week. On assumption. Stuff that you did not even call someone to clarify. I got five minutes. You, you see the thing called deliverance? I, I want to say this in a, in a humble way. When I say it's not that deep, I'm not saying it's not important. What I mean is, where we've taken deliverance to in, in the body of Christ today, we want to deliver everything. My, my um, you know, my microwave is not working. Come out! Ah, Does that, you want to deliver everything. That's illiteracy. When you understand, the, so, you, know, so, you know, I help people, they're like, oh, and, you know, I spoke to Jesus about what I should wear this morning. Well, I didn't. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Jesus gave me a will to be intelligent, to know what to wear. Talk to Jesus. I'm not saying if you, are, if you want to, congratulations. Go ahead then. However, right, we've made like a big deal out of certain things. When I understand this, so here is my point. I'm going to land on this. Okay, we're going to build on this over the next few weeks. Do we understand this? We'll build on this. This is important for this. This is a foundation. So when I understand this, I understand that, wow, the th- one of the things I need to contend for the most in my life, it's not just my degree. I have to contend for my degree. It's not just my master's. It's not just my job. It's not just my promotion. It's my heart. If I, can, if I can master how to secure my heart, I can get promotion. If I don't, it can hinder my prayers. So which one is more important? The heart. Even the word tells us. It says, whatever things you pray for, believe you have received and you shall have. Then Romans 10 tells us. It says, with the heart, man believes. So the place of believing I've received is the heart. So if the heart then is polluted, is soiled, is saturated, what then is my walk? What then is my faith? What then is Let me tell you something, you need to have a pure heart. You will sleep good at night. Sometimes insomnia is not that is it's just a compilation of unresolved if there's a, there's a medical condition called that but a compilation of unresolved things. Somebody said something to you. You are let me tell you, if you're easily offended, if you're easily offended, Satan will play. Uh, what's it with you now? Fortnite with your heart. If you're easily offended, they can't tell you something. Does that make sense? The same mouth there, ba, 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 ba. the same eyes are like in the name of Jesus. You know that like, you're too offended. Why are you why you're a Christian? You're too offended. Your whole faith is based on forgiveness your whole life you know let me tell you something you're not going to you're not going into heaven just because you're good you're going into heaven because there's a gift that supersedes your righteousness how dare you not forgive how dare you like what have you what has someone done to you that's unforgivable you know people will now talk about the parable of that guy in the scripture the unforgiving servant no the unforgiving servant is alive today in, in London, in it <laughs> does that make sense? The unforgiving someone is alive today. When you master, I tell you, it's a simple principle. It's a simple principle, but there are, I, I've just learned that there are some things, they're not flashy, they're just effective. Seriously. And you know, we are the generation, I'm, I need to close because obviously I never finish my notes anyway, but that's not a problem. We're the generation of people, we love flashy stuff, we love lights, we love, so if the thing doesn't, If the thing doesn't have like, you know, what's the word? Vim to it or what do you guys call it now? If it doesn't have, you know, you you don't believe it. This one is so simple. You will go home, release people and see God begin to manifest himself to you. So easy. So easy. So easy. easy. And what you're doing is one of the reasons why I'm learning and I've learned, but I'm still learning to forgive as quick as possible. Uh, Sometimes what I say in my head and what I say in my, you know, God has to help me. <laughs> but sometimes I'm like you are not dragging me to hell that <laughs> like if you want to go of course I don't want you to go but no I don't want you to go but you're not, you're not taking me with you and you're not, and because, you're, because you offended me I'm not going to lose out on encountering God because of your offense and then you know what you do let's rise to our feet I, I got to close you know what you do you go My spiritual father of blessed memory, he taught me this. He stayed with me. He goes, I release them by faith. I'm like, Dad, what's that? (laughs) He goes, I release them by faith. In other words, if it's down to my emotions and how I feel, if I don't say something to allow the Spirit of God come through, it's not going to happen. So, this first part, some of you guys are, I know... Today was meant to be atmospheres and how to govern them. Basically, you want to give it a title. It's securing the gates of your heart. Right, securing the gates of your... Don't let just anything... And let me tell you, let me give you this charge by the Spirit of God. It's a very simple charge. You have control over your heart. If Jesus says i stand at the door and knock if you will open up if jesus sovereign says that in one sense someone say in one sense someone say in one sense watch this in one sense we have the will to shut god out you look at from adam and eve god gave them all these things but by choice and by the exercising of their will they decided to go. If we have the capacity to, in a sense, shut God out of our space. I'm not saying out of the world, we can shut out any other idea. Are we together? And any other thing that's knocking on the door of your heart, it is false to say. Someone says, Oh, I can't forgive easily. Let me ask you a question. If I offend you, then to reconcile, I say, Ah, I have a deal of about two million pounds. You know that your offense will firstly run away right you make concession for the things you value that's what it is if you value it in the way god values it you will keep it have a pure heart it's healthy for your spiritual life have a pure heart it's healthy be pure-hearted towards people don't suspect people and say you're praying in a spirit of discernment no it's a spirit of suspicion
1: god your heart we don't and i tell you this that
0: satan cannot have a stronghold over your life if he doesn't find a legal cause in your life don't give him one so that your deliverance will be less don't give him one and i feel like in this place today i got to close. i feel like in this place today right now i feel like god is beginning heart surgery i feel like come on, lift your hands to heaven i'm gonna take um uh, two minutes pray three how long have I got to pray okay Uh, yeah okay I'm gonna take some time to pray come on I want you to lift your hands to heaven I want you to lift your hands to heaven you gotta secure your heart you gotta secure those thoughts those things that have become part of you hey hey there's some of you in the name of the Lord Jesus right now you're being released from bitterness in the name of Jesus you are being released from bitterness in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we uproot come on, shall we lift up our voices in this house? We uproot bitterness, bitterness, bitterness from experiences yeah
1: in the name of the lord jesus christ we declare in jesus and the bible says that the word of god is sharper than any two-edged sword in the name of jesus we we ask and we send the word in the name of the lord jesus
0: the surgical power of the word of god to go deep down those pains that nobody knows about those things that have up bitterness in the name of the son of god jesus christ Prove that, my God! I wish we could minister to people one on one. I wish we could minister to people. I wish we had the time to do that. I wish we had the time to do that.
1: Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let all the other names fade away. The names fade away till there's only you. Let all the other names fade away till there's only you. Till there's only you. Let all the other names fade away till there's only you. Till there's fade away, till there's, till there's all, let all the other thoughts, let all the other thoughts fade away, till there's only you, let all the other thoughts fade away, Jesus take your place, Jesus take your place. Jesus take your Jesus take your place Jesus take your place Jesus take your Jesus take your place Jesus
0: prayer point and I'm going to pray over at the house corporately. If you need prayer in this area, we got to close. I want you to approach PDP and Pastor Lassie, Pastor Miriam, Minister Tino, Minister Shalaya, Minister Rosebud, Pastor Tula, any of the leaders. I want you to approach them and we are going to pray for you and we're going to break. God is going to deal with hard issues in this month. God is going to deal with, and for some it's that slight resentment that you feel towards God.
1: It's that slight resentment. And God is going to do a work. And he's going to heal your heart. And Satan is not going to take the gate of your heart.
0: So I want you to pray this. If there is anyone that you know of. That you are offended with. I want you to call their name and say. Father, in the name of Jesus, in your presence, I release them. I release them. I release them. I release them. It's all under the blood. It's all under the blood. move of God. It's all under the blood. It's all under the blood. I want you to release them. And then for some of you, it's painful experiences. I want you to call those experiences out and say in the name of Jesus Christ, I choose not to have this experience dominate me anymore. I reinforce the gate of my heart. In the name of Jesus, I remove. Lord I'm gonna release this prayer, and then you're gonna release a sound in the name of the Lord Jesus I pray over this house I pray in the name of Jesus for a sweeping move of God over the hearts of the people of this house in the name of Jesus those things that have become hard that feel that cannot be broken those things that have become so big in your heart may the hand of the Lord melt them can you shout aloud amen those traumas those that has marked you in the name of Jesus Christ I pray in the name of Jesus that God will recalibrate that God will restore will you shout aloud amen, amen. and in the name of Jesus I address those scars deep down on the inside in the name of the Son of God heal up in the name of Jesus no longer no longer will you be bound because of offense No longer will you be bound. No longer. You are free indeed. And let me tell you something. Some of you, the things I could begin to go into here, it's going to be about recompense. You have been sincerely cheated, but the God will sit in the heavens. The Bible says that he that sits in the heavens shall laugh. Listen to me. God will recompense you. God will recompense you. And now is the time. Now, someone shout now, now. not tomorrow. Satan is it. said, listen, you are done holding people up. You are done. Come on, come on, say, Satan, get.